Hello and welcome to the Read Entertainment Podcast number five for May twenty fourth, two thousand fifteen. This is, of course, I'm Nathan Reed Spruth, your host, and today I have with me Sean Emory Illingworth. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, you're welcome. You're the only person around. Yeah, uh, last resort, or I'm possibly the pitch hitter. Depends on your point of view. Yeah, you know, well, we've been trying to have you on here for a, a couple weeks. You, if anyone follows us on Twitter, uh, you can see at Reeton, and then you're at... Emori, uh, E-M-M-O-R-I. Don't follow me, it sucks, though. So, yeah, both, we're, we've been having discussions back and forth, like we had yeah. one where he had to go with Mother's Day, like he couldn't be on there because he was spending time with his family or something. Yeah. And, and then I went to Rock on the Range in Columbus, that was fun. Yeah, uh, so so I, so you haven't been able to make it, basically. No, no, it's it's as soon as I learned that you were taking literally anyone to be in this podcast, it took me like three weeks to get on here. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty open. I mean, we've known each other for quite a few years, so. Yep, since uh, since I was a page boy at Lucifer.com, I believe, and I was the public relations manager. Which, uh, which my my first start working on a website, and uh, I learned quite a bit there, uh, and especially about management and how bad it can be. Uh, uh, how, on how bad a manager can be? What are you talking? Yeah. <laughs> yes. No. <laughs> no. So uh, no, we we both worked at, at Lucifer dot com together. So that's a website. That's kind of where we met, and uh, that was fun for a while. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's it wasn't bad. It. Uh, it's just that website didn't work well for me. So yeah, I I had to I had to go because I just I had to move on. I was in the middle of a bunch of stuff, and it's been years since that. So you know. Well, and I mentioned this in one of my first posts, but no one reads my posts, so I'll say it here. Uh, you know, I when I worked with with Lucifer dot com, and when I worked at another website called Therapy Geeks, um, you know, having such strong personalities like Lucifer and you know other people that work there it kind of creates a lot of drama and I I am one of the people that really try to avoid drama so that's why I made my own site I don't have anyone technically working on my site nobody's doing posts except for me and and you know the only thing I have other people do is the podcast because me sitting here by myself talking Probably wouldn't be as entertaining for about an hour or two. So, no, leave that for like let's plays and Twitch and stuff. Exactly, which you can follow me on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Reeton. So let's go. Let's talk a little bit. I'm going to change up the format a little bit. Uh, what games have you been playing? All right. Um, let's see what game I've been playing. Uh, right before you called me onto this thing, I was killing time. I'm playing. Through the Shadowrun Returns games, uh, I was just on the first one. Going to be going on to Dragonfall after this. Then I'm going to be going back to the Super Nintendo Dragon Run game. Or, yeah, the Super Nintendo Shadowrun game. Excuse me. Oh, what about the Genesis one? Have you played that one? I, I didn't know there was a Genesis one. Is it just a different version? They're they're very similar, but they have like one of them's more focused on combat. I think the Genesis one's more focused on combat, and the Super Nintendo one is uh is not and if you'll give me one moment here i'm going to uh fuck up this podcast awesome 
How are you gonna? Oh, n- oh, oh no! You're you're gonna fuck up the podcast. Don't fuck up the podcast. Yeah, well, you know. Uh, so, yeah, this is a away from the format. I usually like people actually being here on time, but my uh, our our third person, Connor Nemesis Besh, actually just messaged me saying he's here. So we're gonna add him in, and uh, it's not gonna break it too much because we haven't really done much. And we're gonna talk so. about Shadowrun, I guess. Yeah, Shadowrun. I actually kickstarted Shadowrun. I I didn't. Uh, the only time I've kickstarted Shadowrun is the most recent one that's coming out, Shadowrun Hong Kong. Yeah, I uh, I kickstarted Shadowrun because I loved Shadowrun when I was a kid. Uh, so I played the Genesis version, and the way I played the Genesis version was. Um, do you ever do you remember the Sega Channel? Oh. No, I was a very sheltered child. So the, the Sega Channel was very limited market. Basically, you plugged a cart into the top of your Genesis, ran a literal cable line to the cart, and you could get 75, 50 to 75 games every two weeks. And they would, you'd basically go through and you'd be like, oh, I want to play this game. You'd pick it, and it would download all of that game onto the RAM on the Genesis and the cart. And you'd be able to play that game. So it's basically uh, like Steam or On Live before Steam or On Live existed. God, that is Shadowrun as fuck. Anyway, Connor Nemesis zero three two zero Besh, what do you think about Shadowrun? And I love Sega? it. Uh, I mean, I guess I've been on the show before, so people might know that I'm a bit of a cyberpunk fan. And Shadowrun is all about the cyberpunks with all the fun of sitting in a basement and pretending that your friends like you. It's great. Yeah. With the anim- but it's like that, but it's it, sitting in the basement pretending your friends love you while also pretending to be an elf. It's great. It's awesome. Yeah, and totally screwing over companies. Oh yeah. You, oh yeah. yeah. Um. Um. And I don't know. I, I. What's wrong with Sega? They've had some. No, no, bad, there was nothing. They've had some really bad misses lately, but I, they're okay. There's nothing wrong with Sega. Um, we're just talking about there. There are differences between the Super Nintendo version and the Genesis version. So uh, that when I, a lot, though. yeah, so when I played, I played the Genesis version because I didn't have a Super Nintendo. So I played the Super Nintendo version later, and uh, it's a lot different. So I, I remember walking into an alleyway and it'd be like, "Dog controls your destiny," and I'm like, "Yep, this is a." A weird game. Weird game. I hope you like soy, because that's all you're going to be eating from now on. What What else have you been <laughs> playing? Uh, let me see. Uh, oh, I've been um, in preparation for some upcoming DLC, and me and a friend of mine, Steve, have been playing Dragon Ball Xenoverse. Uh, trying to get our power levels as high as possible for... Yeah, I was going to play that with you when, when we first got it, but... Uh... The servers didn't work. They're a little better now. It's, oh. it, 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 the the gameplay during multiplayer still has a bunch of like frame rate issues and lagging, but but it still connects pretty pretty consistently. Oh, okay. So I, I might hop on that. What level are you guys? Oh, we got characters all over the place. I got a new character. Uh, me and him both have characters that are at or pretty close to max level, which is 85. And then just to, to make sure that slab bulkhead right that's right okay good old slop lop knob yep Sla- bob johnson yep uh well what have you been playing connor since you just came in yeah i was glad to make it um been, i don't remember if i talked about this last time i started another playthrough of final fantasy 7 because it's about that time of year 
And as I was playing, you know, I was like, man, I'm at that boring farmy part. I'm going to play some Dissidia because I don't want to do that all day. So I'm replaying that again. Okay, so uh, I want to I wanna stop you right there. I actually had a conversation with and uh, with uh, Ricky. Uh, Ricky Herrera. Uh, Ricky Durgason Herrera. Yeah, he's he, so fine. He's yeah. so fine he blows my mind. Hey, Ricky. Um, but yeah, hey, so, Ricky. so I had a conversation with him. I want to get your guys' opinion on this. Uh, you know, I, I go on my Twitter and I'll say, hey, I'm playing Nino Kuni or I'm playing you know, The Witcher 3, something like that. And Ricky messaged me and he's on Twitter and he's like, oh, I'd watch, but I, I don't want to see spoilers. And I'm, my, my thought of what spoilers are is you don't want spoilers because you don't know what, you don't want to know what's going to happen in the storyline. But yet, Ricky has played through Final Fantasy 7 like 20 times. So, it obviously, obviously knowing what's coming, gonna be happening has not ruined the story for him. So why are spoilers such a big deal? I'm with Ricky on this one. It's about the first time. Yeah, it is. It really being is. Being able just... to discover something and then being able to be nostalgic about something are two very different things. I still play through Earthbound 100% once, true. sometimes it's, twice a it's, year. Because... It's almost like with movies. See... See, but like, like they have done studies where they have shown that most people actually enjoy the product more because of after they hear the spoiler. I don't know. I I like anticipation. I mean, I, I they study or not, one of the things the brain likes to do is try to make guesses, try to well, be able to <clears throat> correct something before it's done. It's like puzzle solving. Well, when I think that's part of why it why we enjoy some people enjoy knowing what's going to happen already because you're not sitting there oh hey this is what's going to happen oh this is going to happen or this is going to happen your brain's not going you're saying okay i know this is going to happen so i can just sit back and enjoy it for what it is which i think is part of the reason why you would enjoy playing final fantasy 7 again because you already know what's going to happen you can just sit back and take it in for what it is without trying to make your own assumptions of what's going to happen. Uh, you're probably looking too into it. It's not always just about the experience of the story. I mean, I play Earthbound all the time, and that's just because that's... I, I, I don't even care about the story sometimes. It's just a good feeling, because, I mean, you're a kid, you go to Foresight, a lot of the stuff that happens, it's like, story-wise, it's silly. It's just it, it's a feel-good game. See, see, you have to understand about me that I... uh. Artistic. No, actually, when I started going to college, I switched my major, but originally I was wanting to go f towards a degree in psychology. So I think a lot about what's going to happen and like what people are thinking and what their brains are doing when they're trying to figure something out. So I kind of overthink what people might be thinking in certain situations. Shocker. <clears throat> I honestly think it just varies by person to person. Probably. Just... Perhaps most people operate better when there's when they know what's ahead, but there, there's just some people, me occasionally included, sometimes included, it depends on what you're spoiling. That I think of it as eating a really good thing. You do it for the first time, you go, hmm, it's good. S sequentially after that, you go, hmm, that is good. Well, here's a, here's and, a and apparently, alert. and apparently with uh, Illingworth, he just starts masturbating while he eats. <laughs> 
<laughs> first-hand experience. It's true. Oh, God, it's true. <laughs> I mean, at this point, viewers will want to cover their ears. But, I mean, are you going to watch Game of Thrones if you know that Jon Snow dies in the last book? I, I honestly don't know or care. Yeah, the, the correct answer is you shouldn't care. Yeah, I just I, assumed, I, really. I, I, re- I read all the books after a buddy of uh, Andrew, a buddy of ours, started watching it just because I was interested. And I'm like one of the five people in the surf that just doesn't like the story. Well, and that's and that's another question I have. So, uh, the, thank thank you for bringing it up. Actually, you guys watch Lord of the Rings? <laughs> oh yes. man, have either Here's of you my re- conversation? Have either of you read Lord of the Rings? Oh, several times. Okay, I've read a bit of The Hobbit, but that's about it. So, um, so this wouldn't be really directed to you, Sean, but uh, Connor, like. Have has reading through Lord of the Rings ruined Lord of the Rings the movies for you? No. Um, but but you knew what was going to happen. Everything was spoiled by the books. Right, but when I was reading the books, nobody spoiled it for me. The, yeah. It's not like if it was a brand new story and somebody's like, oh, by the way, the Dark Lord wins at the end, I'd be like, fuck you, dude. Yeah, he does. He should. Dark Lord <laughs> should always win. No, I mean, I I don't think that's a good comparison. If somebody spoiled the books, I'd be pissed. But somebody, that's like going to a Marvel movie and being like, oh man, Vision's there. And it's like, yeah, that's expected. Fucking Vision was on the poster. Of course he's there. We know. Yeah, I was excited. That's also a bad example. I was surprised how they brought him in, though. There is that. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. It's kind of like how Tony Stark made uh, Ultron now. That that was Ant-Man. Yeah, but you have to remember that because with the Marvel Cinematic Universe is different than the comic book universe, so they're allowed to change. So, like, you know how there are different Earths? There's, like, I, I might be wrong. I might be thinking DC, but they have the same thing where they just have alternate dimensions that have slightly different things happening in them. Yeah, they both DC and Marvel have that. And both are kind of blowing those up right now. Yeah, so... Uh, I know they had the Infinite Crisis. I'm not sure what's happening now with Marvel and DC, but um, what else have you been playing, Connor? Uh, Wolfenstein. I'm getting ready for the new DLC that came out by playing through uh, the, the the one that Bethesda made before that. And I never finished it before. I got really bored of it. Oh, okay. And now that I'm sitting down and giving it another shot, it's been pretty good to me. Oh, yeah. I, I haven't played any of the Wolfenstein. I know that's... I mean, Return uh, to Castle Wolfenstein is a classic. I never liked it as a kid, but I played it a lot just because there wasn't much else to play, you know? And it was. It, it's kind of like playing Mega Man before you have good eye hand coordination. You're not going to be good, but you can have fun with it still. Um, it, I mean, it's a, it's a typical first person shooter, but I don't necessarily hate those. You know, it's, it's usually when you get to about, like, the online, fast paced somewhat cheap kind of reflex twitch kind of gaming that's what gets me angry in a first person shooter this is like a a first person rpg shooter almost you level up and the game play will accommodate to your play style and it's it's just been good there's there's something really mind-numbing about just zoning out and killing nazis yeah i i know that in the first game there's mecha hitler yeah so and i know spoilers but, you know, that game was made, like, 30 years ago. I don't care. 
Actually, probably was it 20, 20 it years was, ago? It was one of the forefront games. Yeah. Spoilers, Hitler dies at the end. Yeah. You kill Hitler. That's that's your goal. There's a mecha Hitler, and he has dual mini mini guns for his arms, and uh, you kill him. Yeah. Are you proud of me, ma- ma- mama? Yeah. Are you proud of me that I killed Hitler? And as finished, a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go uh, finish the job that Aver Braun started so many years ago. Yeah, and and so I have been playing uh, Witcher Three. Yeah, um, I, I watched your stream a little bit. It's, you were walking it's all right. in circles and just talking to yourself, so I was like, "This is." Boring. That's pretty much what you do in The Witcher. Uh, it's it's all right. I haven't liked The Witcher series very much, but I've given every game a chance, and this is the best one out of the three. Uh, that's what uh, uh the who I was actually at because I was running late. Um, he was just we were having the same conversations. Yeah, and uh, but I, I just want to say I got that game for really cheap. I got it for. $38 from the shadiest site that I've ever been to to buy video games. Uh, this I, I've used the site before. It works great. Like It, it, it works. And I got um, I got The Witcher 3 from there. I've got like Xbox Live year you know, year passes for like 40 bucks. But it's so shady. They You, you buy the game and then they're like, all right, give us 15 minutes and we'll get you your code to you. And you're like, okay. And then they send it to you and they literally take a picture of the code and send it to you as a JPEG file. Hmm. And and then you and then it's on GOG.com, G-O-G.com, uh, and you have to redeem the code there. And you put in the code and it's like free game code. So what I think they did was they got a bunch of the nvidia codes that they're they're giving out for when you buy a graphics card card right now and and they're selling them for 38 dollars i mean you own the card it's yeah i I have right of second sale Uh, i I, I completely shit don't get me wrong oh yeah but here you go nathan here's your game code and remember snitches get stitches (laughs) yeah so uh it's called gamesteal.com uh, if you ever want to feel like your privacy <laughs> might get stolen, go there. Gamesteal.com? <laughs> no, GamesDeal. Oh, I, I thought <laughs> you said GamesDeal. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> I wish it was called GamesDeal. That'd be perfect. It would be. Can but we make that? I we, can make that. We, Is there a GamesDeal? Can, can you guys make GamesDeal? I could totally I think make it, GamesDeal. Yeah, it will just have a redirect to the pirate pay. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, so I've been playing that. I've also been playing Nino Kuni, which is a really good game. Uh, I don't know if either of you have played it, but I saw you a little bit of it on one of your streams. It's a, it's a really good game, but it's like it's. I wish it were harder. The combat looks bizarre. It's like a Tales of Symphonia in my like the the Tales games kind of like a mix between the Tales games and more like in like Final Fantasy because it is turn based, but you also get to move around and stuff. Um, actually, it kind of reminds me of Eternal Sonata in the in that aspect. But it, Eternal Sonata was a little bit more towards like the turn based aspects. Anyway, uh, so those are really the only two games I've been playing. Every once in a while, I'll try to play like a little game of Killing Floor or something, but I never have anyone on to play that with Connor. I uh, I was playing a little bit today. Not uh, I ended up crashing my computer while playing it. So I mean. That doesn't count, I guess. Oh. But I also, uh, there was new Payday 2 DLC. Uh, 
and I have strong opinions about it. You like it or not? Overall, I like it. Oh, okay. It um, I don't know. We could we could talk about this another time. I I, I could go on a long rant about it. I'm not sure when I joined in. Now you joined in right at the beginning, pretty much. We were just yeah, so talking. We'll, about uh, we'll talk about it at the end because I can make a thing out of it. Okay. Well, let's yeah. go on to the news stories. We only have two. Um, and again, nothing really big's been happening because we're still waiting for E3 to come up, which is we're going to have a lot to talk about then. So yeah, the uh, the theme of today's stories is super villains. <laughs> yes, which is yes, great because I'm our first uh, on an unrelated note on the other podcast I'm on. I'm making a Bane costume. Oh, cool. Uh, is it actual Bane or is it Pansy Bane from the new movies? Pansy Bane. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I like. I, I don't know. I don't. I don't like how they kind of changed Bane from. You know, he was a super genius, basically, who had a roid rage issues in well, the comics. Uh, and it was a little more deep than that. Okay. I understand, but in the movies, he's just. <laughs> he's a he's a he's, he's a, a brick wall. He's a puppet. Yeah. And um, but anyway. Uh, going on <coughs> first, the first supervillain one we have. It's not a supervillain. He's you know we've known about him for a long time. Uh, I didn't know his first name was Doug. That's it's pretty surprising. There's a new vice president over at Nintendo, and uh, his name's Doug Bowser. Yeah. Which uh, not much to say there, but that's it makes uh, me happy. Awesome. Yeah, it's it's pretty awesome. There's a fake news story that I'll I'll link down below that I I mentioned to Sean Illingworth. I think I posted it to Connor as well. Yeah, I, uh, I think if you didn't share it to me, I saw it on Reddit yeah. or something like that. It was funny. Employee kidnappings up 500% after Doug Bowser begins work at Nintendo. And uh, it has a whole... Uh, it has like a five-paragraph thing about how it's gone up 500% and they're trying to get some, the new marketing director, Mario, to clean up the situation. <laughs> you see... the. This, the quote-unquote more than 10 beautiful blonde employees and one requisite brunette have been missing for more than 24 hours. That is disconcerting enough. However, uh, the rates of kidnapping are only up 500%, which means that on average, two beautiful women go missing from Nintendo every single day. <laughs> well, you know, that that, kind of, that happens everywhere, right? No, that I don't want to say... And that was before he was hired. <laughs> I don't want to say correlation leads to causation, but there might be a connection. There might be. There might be a connection. Also, correlation does not equal causation, which is something you've really got to argue with people nowadays. <clears throat> hold on, hold on. But we're not going to get into that topic, because that could be a long spiel. 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 Where the hell did Connor... My roommates were just freaking out at me. Oh, Why? Uh, they wanted to offer me pizza, but I'm like, I, I uh, on an unrelated note that could be edited out later. I got to relieve that sunburn, so I have uh, heat exhaustion. Oh, you mentioned so that. So yeah. any moving just makes me feel nauseous. Oh, yeah. Uh, I, I turned off the fan, so you guys didn't hear it during the recording. But as soon as I'm done, I'm like, I, I'm just gonna lay, stand still, and not try to, and try not to move my neck. Yeah. So let's get into more depressing news. So. I, more depressing than two beautiful women getting kidnapped <laughs> every day. Are we uh, talking about my sex life? No. So, so Connor, let's talk, let's talk about your sex life. No, uh, that is depressing. Yeah, mine too. Uh, Anyways, go go on. So, hi, doggy. So, 
All right. So going on with we're, we're going to another Destructoid link because that's pretty much the only gaming website I go to now because Joystick died. Destructoid uh, video game news in the blogging community. Yeah. Uh, you guys have heard of swatting, right? Yes, yeah. I unfortunately have. It's people are douchebags. Yeah. They'll go. They'll go on streams, and they'll want to just. They'll call up the police department or the FBI or whatever, and say, "Hey, you know, I'm so and so at this address, and I'm gonna blow this motherfucker down." And the police have to take it seriously. If you if somebody calls in and say that has a bomb threat, even if they know it's fake, they have to take it seriously. So they'll go and you know they'll go into the house, you know, with a full SWAT team, loaded guns and everything, and people will be playing games and be like, "Oh, sweet, I'm getting swatted." So basically, there was this guy. Wait, 23 charges of swatting. Yeah, a 17-year-old kid in Canada swatted people 23 times from across state lines. Yeah, and just so you know, this is directly what I'm going to read directly from uh, Destructoid, so no plagiarism or anything, because I'm telling you exactly where it's from, and I'll post a link down below. You call that citing a source. Yeah, plagiarism. Uh <laughs> So this kid has been targeting and harassing female streamers, specifically those who play League of Legends. He would go into their streams, give demands to the streamers, and would threaten to release private information of theirs and their families online if they didn't comply. When they did not comply, he followed through with his threats, putting families... I don't know if it's financial ruin, but it says putting families into financial ruin, not to mention having pizzas falsely sent, and swatting the streamers and even their parents. Basically pretending his life was watchdogs. Yeah, and so when he went to court, they sentenced him, and he had a smile on his face. He was like, yeah, yeah, I did it, and he was proud of it. Fuck these guys. I keep telling people Canadians are evil. Not all of them. It's all the maple syrup. It clogs their goodness veins. I must. All that maple syrup and bacon. Okay, bacon is like the antithesis of evil. Yeah, I oh uh, next weekend I have to go watch my sister's house again, which sucks. But she just had three pigs slaughtered. So don't talk, don't talk about your personal life in a recording. <laughs> I'll give you that hint for free. Anyway, I did that once. It didn't work well. So well, my whole thing is I'm gonna get lots of free bacon. I dig it. Yeah. Uh, so what do you guys think of slaughter? I think you're you're probably thinking the same thing of slaughters <laughs> as I am. It's it's fucking dumb. Like, I, I get it. If you're going to have a little fun with a prank call, that's totally different than contacting the authorities. Yeah, I order Connor pizza all the time. And I usually end up paying for it. Yeah. No, no. I, I mean, I didn't want this, but sure. I mean, I, I mean, to be fair, I've had friends that I, you know, I've known their addresses and have ordered them pizza before. But that was predetermined, and I paid for it. So, like Ricky. That's just buying someone dinner. This yeah, is that's... doxing yeah. and being able to not being able to extradite a criminal, that kind of thing. Yeah, so he is getting what what is did it say where he's getting sentenced or did it, it doesn't? It, it it didn't say what his sentencing was. He he did plead guilty to 23 charges while smiling like he's goddamn Kevin Spacey in 7. Is he going to be charged as an that. adult? Probably not because 
Canada's different. So in <laughs> Canada, in Canada, the I, I you know eighteen is an adult up there, but in Canada, you, if you're an underage, if you're underage, you can only get up to ten years in prison. So there was a girl, um, you know, fuck it, I'm gonna say her name, Jasmine Richardson. They're also not supposed to release the name to the public. So Jasmine Richardson was going out with a 25 or 26-year-old guy. She was 12. She and her boyfriend murdered her family. Like, straight out went to her little 8-year-old brother and stabbed him in the chest. What a a dick. And she's out of jail now. I mean, did she, like... She she was the one who killed her little brother. And I don't. That's so. And how and old was she again? She was twelve. I don't. That that really is. That could be. Like I I don't agree that like getting off scot free after a certain set time is good with that, but that that's pretty young. That could be like unchecked mental illness or that could be a whole bunch of things. Oh, the fact that robotic. she was dating somebody. Oh, did I? Yeah. The fact that she was dating somebody so old is a pretty telltale sign that something's not right. Chances are with either of them. Right, and, and that's true. He, he of course, got life in prison. That's... <laughs> Good? Yeah, f- fuck that. That is manslaughter. But, you know, the weirdest thing is you can look up pictures of her online, and she's kind of hot. Uh, I... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but she'll also kill your family. I don't really <laughs> like my family. had sex? Yeah, it's that whole. It's like a you know, Larry. What he'll say is, "Don't put your dick in crazy." So that's a good saying. Yeah, but um, you know, I don't think she she only got ten years, and I think that if she was in, uh, if she was in the United States, she probably would have been got been tried as an adult. So, I don't know. That I think she she should have at if, least checks, like like heavy parole. You know probation, stuff like that. So Something I don't want to get too deep into. If I could yeah. be tried as an adult for having a PVC pipe in my locker in high school, somebody who should, somebody else should be able to be tried as an adult for murdering their family. Exactly. So, um, what was in the pipe, if you don't mind me asking? It was PVC. You, uh, were, weren't you there when I got arrested? Uh, no, I've never seen you arrested. That was, that was like, I think that was the most Megan's ever cared about me. Who's Megan? Uh, a friend of a friend. Oh, okay. But yeah, the so... Friend, the oh, that... friend of uh, being me, actually. So. Oh. <laughs> For me, it's the uh, the sister of a close family friend. Oh, okay. So, basically, we all agree, swatting is dumb. If you think about doing it, just don't, because the police are getting better at finding these people who are doing it, and you don't you don't want to go to jail just because you thought it would be funny to... To do a swap, I don't. Especially since it's illegal in California now. It's and pretty, pretty it's much illi- everywhere. It, calling the police with a false report is illegal, no matter where you are. Yeah, false pretenses. So, yeah. yeah, so I mean, that's not what it's called, but mm-hmm. my my stepbrother's a cop. We'll pretend that I know everything about cops. Oh, okay, good. So. But yeah, so don't do it. It's it's dumb. Prank yeah. calling is dumb, but prank calling is different. Like. If it's a fr- if it's a stranger, it's dumb. If it's a friend, it's you're having a laugh. That's what people do is they bust each other's chops. Yeah. So, 
I don't know. I, I just and and don't make female streamers because being a female online is hard enough as it is. I would know. He knows. Yeah. No, it, I mean to be fair, it's it's in a way there's it's a little bit easier because like if you're a streamer and you're a female, it's people a lot. People tune in because of the gimmick of it. Yeah, people will tune in because you're a female, especially if you're an attractive female. But on the other hand. It's hard because most of those people who are tuning in are only tuning in because you're a female. And it has nothing to do with your personality. And, and you know, it, it sucks because, you know, I have a friend who, she's a female, she streams, and she has more followers than me. But, you know, a lot of them will come on and be like, hey, show me your boobs. Yeah. Clearly, Nathan just needs to become Natalie, and then I could ask him to show me his boobs. Yep. I gotta get some uh, some boobs. I, I had a friend who, um, a, a friend from elementary school who went through with a sex change. Mm-hmm. It's it's really weird. Not uh, he doesn't listen to this. It's really weird not calling him Ray. And like I'll catch myself saying it the moment after, like the moment passes, and I was like, oh shit, I shouldn't have done that. You know if if now was and, and she's cool ma- with it. Like she knows I'm f- not doing it to, like. Is it male to, male to female or female yeah. to male? Okay, male to female. So the the thing about it is if they you've known her since you were kids, like they should be comfortable enough that they know you're not meaning anything bad by it. Like I have a I have a my friend Austin, he's a gay you know, he's a gay guy. And he doesn't like I'll I'll make jokes about gay people around him just as a joke. Because he understands, you know, that I'm, I have nothing against him. I have nothing against his boyfriend or anything. But, you know, I walked up to him and I was like, you know how they say no one, uh, you know, you know, no one chooses to be gay. He's like, yeah. I'm like, unless somebody pays me $85. <laughs> See, and he had a good laugh about it. And, and he, he has a good sense of humor. So if somebody's, she, she should be comfortable enough to know that you don't mean anything bad by it. Yeah. And, we don't. I always just feel bad afterwards. I was like, yeah, I should, uh, I should be more considerate about that. I just don't think about it because it's, it's hard to see someone other than who they grew up with as. Yeah. But here's my question: Is she hot? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. <laughs> Is that creepy for you? Well, I mean, it'd be like sleeping with my sister. I'd have no plans of it, but I can recognize attraction. Oh, okay. Okay. We here on the Reading Entertainment Podcast like to ask the important questions. Yeah, we are, uh, and just so you know, we're fully like supportive of whatever you want to do. We don't, we don't care about that stuff. As long as you play video games and will follow me at www.twitch.tv forward slash Reading, that's all we care about. Uh, he says we. It's... <laughs> it's all I care about. You know, guys, I think I learned something really important today. It doesn't matter if you're a female Twitch streamer or a 17-year-old Canadian serial killer in the making or or, or even a 12-year-old that kills her, her family. I think we can just all get along and and not, and not swat people and, and order people pizza. Yeah, I mean, if you guys want to order me pizza, that'd be cool. Um, I'll leave my address, and I'll make sure not to lock the door. Just go ahead and walk right in, right? Yeah. No, no. I, uh, that would be awkward, actually. Don't... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Please please just tweet us pictures of pizza at Imori, at, at Reeton. 
at Nemesis0320. Yeah. Yeah, just tweet us pictures of pizza. And, uh, you know, if, if you ever happen to be in Oregon, we can meet up and you can buy me pizza. Yes, and, and please include hashtag no swatting. Yeah, no <laughs> swatting. Just don't swat me. I, I frequently am sitting in my underwear, so having a bunch of cops come in and be like, what's up, and my dick in my hand just wouldn't be a good idea. Oh, you know, just jacking it. What are you doing? Nothing. What are you watching? Nothing. Are those two zebras? No. Ah, oh, it's the zebras. Yeah, so... Huh. Uh, so anyway, do you guys have any plans of playing any new games? Uh, yeah, I just uh, I just downloaded uh, Black Mesa, so I'm going to be starting on that pretty soon. Now that's... Continue- that's Half-Life, right? Yes, yeah. that's okay. just a, a high-def remake, fan remake massive mod of Half-Life 1. Okay. I'm uh, going to be eagerly awaiting more DLC for, for DBZ Xenoverse. And I'm going to keep playing Shadowrun because uh, Shadowrun. Yeah. And and how about you, Connor? Any games you're looking forward to? Well, once I finish Wolfenstein, I might or might not get the DLC. I'm kind of broke right now, to be honest. Um, in between playing... Killing Floor and Payday 2 and, you know, whatever mobile game I'm playing that specific week. I re-downloaded Alan Wake. I'm going to give it another try. It's, I don't know, I have such mixed feelings about this game. I want to like it, and there's things about it that just tear me away from it. You know, that that's how I feel about um, the Total War games. Like, I want to like those games, but it's really hard to. It's kind of like Elite Dangerous for me. Because Elite Dangerous, I really want to like that game, and it is a very well-made game, but I just can't get into it. I don't know why. Speaking of getting right into it, I might do another uh, City Skyline Mm. go-through. I ended up impulse buying that on my birthday, and I did, like, I I fell deep into it. I think I had, like, a single eight-hour session, which... I know probably not a lot towards hardcore gamer standards, but for someone who works full-time, is a student full-time, and spends half his life walking around a city being lost, that's that was a big deal to me. It was nice. And Cities is a game. Uh, City Skyline is a good game to just zone out and not worry about life for a little bit. Now, if you can explain to people who might not know what that is. Yeah, it's SimCity. It's SimCity by a developer who's not ass. Oh, so not Max's. Uh, yeah, not EA. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I bought that game at launch. I know you let me play it after a while. It was you. No, you I, don't. You don't know my password anymore. Not anymore. No, I, I wouldn't play it though. I didn't have fun with it either. It wasn't a good game. It wasn't, and and it's sad because I wanted it to be a good game. Like SimCity Four was really good. SimCity the original when I played it was really good. But now the the new SimCity, it's so every place that you have, like you're built up in like two hours, and that's as high as you can go, and yeah. you can't really do it. There's they they wanted to make the social aspect bigger in a game that didn't need it, like it really didn't need a social aspect. Yeah, EA is very big on competitivity. It's hey, I'll buy my friends a copy so they could play it, and then. 
they don't support it, so after a while, people don't play it anymore. It's like getting twice the money for making half the game. But you notice EA hasn't really been in headlines for anything bad recently because they kind of just went under the radar. Um, yeah, yeah. who, uh... Konami right now is the one who's getting shot down. Yeah. Yeah, because they... We've spoken about that. uh, Their plans for the future, their six-month projection, is make fans hate us. Yeah, they're like, hmm, we should destroy our fan base and uh, pachinko machines. Also mobile games. Lots and lots of those. With, Everyone with likes microtransactions. Yes. My theory is that they're going to come in in like three months from now and be like, hey guys, we took down ISIS, now buy our shit that you hate. See, here's my problem with that is Capcom tried that and they failed miserably. Yeah, they did. And yeah, I don't I remember when they took down ISIS. And EA, and yes, and EA did that and they failed miserably. I remember when they made ISIS. Yeah, EA. yeah. Uh, EA is actually in charge of the NSA. I don't know if you guys know that. Yeah, uh, yeah totally. Yeah, these are one hundred percent proven facts by by Reet and Entertainment. No, uh, a lot of companies have been shifting towards they'll they'll like try that they'll tr- be like okay our focus is going to be on mobile gaming microtransactions. Uh, you know, Capcom did that, EA did that, and they failed. Really, really badly, and they're not making as much profits because they see they see games like Flappy Bird, who make way too much fucking money for little to no effort, and they're like, okay, we need to replicate that success, and they can't do it. So, um, about that, that air. <laughs> yeah. So Konami. So, so good. Yeah. So so Konami is. Uh, I think they're gonna fail with that, and possibly. Yeah, Having, you know, being that 90% of my friend base are, like, game developers, like, like, like for fuck's sake, 90% of the people who are associate developers for Mortal Kombat are, like, people I would get drunk with on the weekends. And these are just people who are getting into the industry, and they're, I'm getting to know a little bit more just because hanging out of them. It's not going in a good position. Like, we had the indie boom a while back, and now that that's dying, people are no longer trusting either big developers or indie developers. Because people like having a quality game, which is why, um, like, betas and alphas are so positive. Developers don't want to finish their game once they get the sales. Yeah, and that's... The, the pre-ordering phenomenon, the the, uh, the season pass boom, is destroying the game industry. And everyone I talk to disagrees about that. And it's I feel like it's right in my face. I, Why I, would you keep on going if you already have the money? I don't think you, that I, I you don't should think do it if you're a good person, but you have yeah. zero obligation. Now, I don't think that it's necessarily dying. I don't think it's going to die out like it did in the seventies no, or whatnot. It won't. Or 80s, people are so but, addicted to it. Yeah, like us. And <laughs> anybody can make a game. Yeah. It, it, you could do it. You could learn enough code in two hours to make a really shitty game. Yeah. It won't be a good game and. I'll cry when I look at the source code, but it'll work. Flappy Bird. <laughs> but, so, it's not going to die like it did, but I think that the way that you you presented it was right. There are games that are early access games. And some of them are, you know, they legitimately, you know, people pay the money, the $15, $20 for the early access, and the developer goes and makes the game, and it's a really fun game when it when it's released. 
but the majority of the time, you know, people get kickstarted or they'll have an early access game on Steam <clears throat> and they'll say, "Oh, hey, we have the money now. Why would we need to finish this game when we can we can go and make an early design for a new game, do early access on that one, make more money and then not finish either game." And yes, I've seen that happen. Oh, yeah, it happens a lot, unfortunately. So, I think that early access is partially a good idea uh because people you know people need funding to make video games yeah but when you as somebody looking for a job right now i understand it's hard to keep on keeping on when you got bills hanging you by the neck you know exactly but then there's there are the pre-order bonus there's pre-orders and there's pre-order bonuses to get you do the pre-order and pre-orders they i think they're okay but because I'll, I pre-ordered games before, but those are usually done by big developers, and I don't like the pre-order bonuses, especially with a game like uh, that one game that came out where you're a hunter and you're hunting a monster. Yeah, I'm glad I'm not the only person who doesn't like that game. I forget the name. What was it? Uh, yeah, Hunting Monsters. Yeah, Hunting Monsters. Not, oh, uh, not, I think that was uh, Creature Poacher Four. Yeah, as was called. No, no, I'm not. Ta- I'm not talking about Monster Hunter, by the way. Yeah, Beastie Brutality Four. Yeah, Bestiality Four. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh no, I'm out. Wrong game. <laughs> um, but anyway, there's there's a game. I forget the name of it. Basically, you have the ability where one person can play a monster and evolve. evolve. Yep. I was so excited for that game. Me too. Um, my buddy and I, the guy whose house I was just at. And it wasn't what we were promised. No, and the thing I don't like about that is there was a monster that you could only get if you pre-ordered the game. Yeah. And there wasn't even an option, like, if you didn't pre-order the game, if you ended up getting it somewhere else or a friend get, like, gave it to you or something like that, there's not even an option that you can go and pay $5 for the monster. You have you had to pre-order it, otherwise you don't honest, get the monster. I do like that in some cases when it's cosmetic, when it's something that says, hey, you helped support us before we were a thing. Here's your, here's our thank you to you. Like uh, in Payday, I have a skull mask that only people who pre-ordered the game have. And it's really sad when, you know, you see the same stuff in different games, but like it's more than just cosmetic. It's like you, you now have a benefit over other people. Yeah, so it's... Uh... It's sad, and and hopefully the industry doesn't completely fail. And you know, we see there's developers falling down left and right. A couple of years ago, THQ went out of business, and they made THQ actually had a lot of solid games. They just yeah, didn't have the Saints Row. Christ, yeah. that was a that's a cash cow, Phil. And I do, I don't even like Saints Row, but I can say you know that this game would make a lot of money because, and they made money with DLC. They made a lot of money with their DSO. DLC, but they had so many other things that were there that they were working on that just weren't making money that they ended up having to sell out. Uh, do we get over what Sean's going to be playing? He's going to be playing DLC for uh, Dragon Ball Xenoverse. Dragon Ball Xenoverse. Yeah. And I'm just going to com- continue playing uh, the games I've been playing. You know, Witcher 3, Nino Kuni. And maybe some Killing Floor with uh, Connor if he. Oh, maybe Payday with Connor if he ever wants to play with me. 
Yeah, totally. Uh, speaking of games that I've been thinking about playing, shit, that was loud. Speaking of games that I've been meaning to play, uh, just looking through my Steam list, I've had Dishonored installed for the longest time because I bought the uh, the Game of the Year edition with all the DLC. Mm-hmm. And I started the first one with Dowd, and I loved Dowd from the original story. That Spo- that DLC is so good. Holy and, shit. And I liked it, and I just never finished it. This... Uh, spo- spoiler alert, you don't play as Corvo in the DLC, but it's so fucking worth it. I don't know what they're talking about, but Dishonored's Dowd, a, Dishonored's yeah, a game. Just, yeah, it's it's DLC where where you play as a different character, except that different character is way more interesting than the other character you play for the rest of the game. Oh, good. So it's uh, it, it, I'm def you definitely get your money's worth, especially considering I got it for like four bucks. So I'm I'm getting overhauls, overpriced. It's gonna it's it's gonna be a good time once I get to it. Maybe the summer. Maybe in the summer. All oh. right. So that's bringing us to the end of the podcast. We've been doing it for about an hour, a little bit over. Um, Connor has only been here for about, what, 40 minutes? Yes, Slacker. I, I, I was waiting for the L. Oh, yeah. You had to wait for the subway. But yeah, so uh, for everyone, for me at ReetonEntertainment.com, uh, we got Sean Illingworth. Thank you for being here. Pleasure. And Connor Nemesis Besh, thank you for being here. I'm glad I can make it this time. All right. And everyone, remember, you can follow us on Twitter. You can follow me at Reeton, Connor, at Nemesis3230. 0320. If I could change it to not have numbers, I would. It was... It was back when I was a kid. And numbers were the the hippie and the, the half in the strange. Mm-hmm. Why is zero three two zero though? Uh, it's just it was a part of my moniker. Mm. And uh, you can follow Sean Ellingworth, even though you probably shun it at Emory, and you can spell that again. E M M O R I. Follow me if you like vaporwave and shadowrun. And you can also find us on iTunes. And then you can what you can actually do is you can press the little subscribe button. That way, when I post. One of the podcasts, it can automatically be downloaded to your iDevice of any type or on your computer. And uh, you can follow me at Twitch at www.twitch.tv forward slash Reeton. Thank you for listening and hope you guys have a great day. Goodbye. Hello and welcome to the Reeton Entertainment Podcast numbers. Damn it, I messed up. (laughs) (laughs) You just said it. You just said it. (laughs) Literally just said it. Okay.